Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome back. Final hour of the Bill Michaels Show is uh, we, well, we got a lot going on this hour. This is going to be a good one because, uh, well, the Packers are back on the practice field. David Bakhtiari is not. And as Matt LaFleur states today that they are doing uh, more mental practices than they are physical practices as his team, he says, is pretty beat up right now. So they're trying to take it easy on some of these guys. Uh, By the way, some breaking news. Uh, Stan Van Gundy has been hired as the New uh, New Orleans Pelicans coach. Stan Van Gundy trying to take that team to the to the next level now. And, by the way, all the breaking news on the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network brought to you by Pennzoil, made with natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. So David Bakhtiari uh, was on the big show yesterday, which is on 12.50 a.m. out of Milwaukee. He makes his weekly appearance there. And, uh, you know, obviously coming back, and uh, being nicked up in that game in which he was not able to return. Uh, he First and foremost, he talks about, you know, and Sue and the fact that, you know, there's, there's not, a lot of, uh, not a lot of love lost between these guys, and he says Sue is flat out a dirty player. In dealing with a guy like Sue, is it his mouth? Is it his actions? Like, what is it that gets under everybody's skin when they got to deal with that guy? Um, I'd say more of his actions. I mean, guys talk. That's kind of the nature of the beast. But, you know, actions speak louder than words, so to speak. And with him, I mean, he's just throughout his history, he has done what he's done. And you can't really uh, say one way or another or try and make it look good. I mean, he he's done dirty things, and he's gotten fined for that, you know, to significant amounts, I believe, to six figures worth. And that kind of just talks about, you know, who he is. If he's got someone in a compromised position, granted, depending on how he's feeling, he will potentially take advantage or expose. That's an individual. And that's, that's not something that, uh, I, I can, I would really co-sign with. He's a dirty player. 
for lack of a better term. I mean, that's just just what it is. He also says, hey, look, uh, when it comes to the injury to the chest, uh, here's the update. I can just tell you that it's definitely not uh, season-ending, and I'm just going to take it one day, one step at a time, and I'll be back out there. Are you playing this Sunday, though? Can we talk about this Sunday? (laughs) I gave you more than enough. More than I've said to anyone. Yeah, so. all right, all right. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave it at that. Uh, well, I love the fact that they asked the question and went for it. But it's the good news is it's not season ending. He is not practicing today. Um, we don't know the specifics, so we'll just have to kind of cross our fingers. I, to me, I'll be honest. You hope he plays because you need David Bakhtiari. There is no other David Bakhtiari on this team. Uh, but, and and also because the pass rush can be pretty good, they can't tackle worth a lick, and they're not great. And you're going to hear more uh, about the Texans' defense coming up here in a little bit with John McClain, the Texans' writer for the Houston Chronicle. But you still, the pass rush can be lethal at times, specifically bouncing around J.J. Watt. So you would like to think that uh, David Bakhtiari is going to be back. But uh, I, I would I would guess... I, if I had to be a betting man, I'd probably guess not in this upcoming contest. Uh, he then goes on to talk about uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, being hit late in that ballgame. Um, I saw the tail end of it. I really just saw Aaron on the ground. Um, and immediately, I mean, my first reaction is run over there and do what we do best, protect him in any, 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 any way, in any fashion. And it, it was awesome to see guys like Robert Tanyan, who were already close to the, uh, the play, get in on the action early, kind of let that guy know that that, that was, uh, I can't use the word on the radio, but it was not okay. And uh, we were going to physically let him know and have a presence felt. And then, you know, once the Calvary ran in, we uh, let it be known. But I, I was happy to see Aaron pop up right away, make let us know that the hit didn't hurt him and go ahead and celebrate and do do what you do, man. I mean, if you put yourself out in the line like that and your body like that, we, you know, you go right ahead and celebrate and make us feel make us feel good for what you just did. Uh, in addition to that, Bakhtiari says the loss, a lot of what you heard already from, from Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers, Bakhtiari reiterates, saying the loss to the Bucks this this game, you're starting to read a lot of the hype about how good the offense was, that they were the best team in the NFL, they're going to a Super Bowl. And, well, look, we, we were at fault. We were starting to believe in you know believe it as well. We're buying into it, right? Talking about the wins that they had, the quality of wins, and by winning a lot, so Bakhtiari said this was a wake-up call. Yeah, I mean, I, there are times we've gone to a game and I've felt a certain way, a vibe, and we've gone out there and I've been completely incorrect. It was like my instincts were wrong, and there's times where I've felt a certain way going to a game. My instincts were absolutely right. So it's really just a good like, – you have to kind of find the – you have to temp or kind of gauge how the team reacts based on what we – you know, what what's going on around us and – you know, I agree. I agree with them. Uh, I a lot of people were talking about how great we are, great we were, and clearly, you know, I, I would definitely use it as some sort of wake up call. And I, and I wouldn't say I'm glad because I want to go 16-0 every game. There you go. Or every year, and I, I want to win every single game we can because that's why we go out there and play the game. We play the game to win. Um, but if that's what guys need to to kind of kind of come back to reality, so to speak, and kind of be humble because it's a very humbling league. You can take all the accolades you want what people say about you. But at the end of the day, you didn't get there by just feeling good about yourself. You got there through grinding, through hard work, through your, your preparation. And that's what you need to stick to. And I think that's 
you know, I have had conversations with Corey about it. We've been around a long time uh, in playing this game together. That 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 was one thing that we kind of had talked about. That you gotta you have to weather the storm either when it's a good storm or a bad storm. You have to try as hard as you can to stay. I wouldn't say as neutral as possible, but you have to stay on your path and what your preparation is, and not really stray from that. Whether whether you're on the highs of highs or lows of lows, and that's how you throughout a course of a season how you stay as consistent as possible. Uh, and then he goes on to wax a little bit about uh, the upcoming opponent, which is the Houston Texans. Again, I think it's a good front. I think uh, they're a hungry football team that has that hasn't won as as much as they'd like, and. Again, I think we're going to get their best shot. So, you know, coming in, I think uh, biggest thing you got to buckle that chin strap and get ready, get ready for a four quarter battle, and you know, weather the storm. I think that's the most important thing for us going into this game. So there you go, David Bakhtiari uh, talking about uh, the upcoming opponent, and he knows they're going to get their best shot, but would not give up as to whether or not he would be a part of it. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Polyurea coatings, epoxy floor floor coatings, rough finishes, smooth finishes, colors, whatever. They got it. It'll beautify your home. It beautifies your workspace. They are a, a proud, proud sponsor that helps us give you great Super Bowl coverage each each and every year as well. We th- can't say thanks enough to them. Go to Epoxy Flooring Done Right. That is Epoxy Flooring Done Right for all the details. And if you're looking for a job, Sean needs some help, by the way. So, go again, go to Epoxy Flooring Done Right. That is Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Let's do this. When we come back, uh, we'll take a listen to Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur just uh, addressed the media, and I wanted to take a listen to that uh, when we get back. So, um, we'll get Matt LaFleur's presser. We'll hear that coming up at the bottom of the hour then. Uh, you're going to hear the conversation with John McClain, the Texans writer for the Houston Chronicle, about the upcoming opponent, the Houston Texans. Stay tuned. we got a lot left to go right here on the Bill Michael Show. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Glad to have you. Welcome back. Come on up here in about uh, 15 minutes. John McClain, Texans writer for the Houston Chronicle. Going to hear that conversation. That's coming up. But Matt LaFleur, the head coach of your Green Bay Packers, just left the podium. And I wanted you to hear some of the conversation. Here's Matt LaFleur and meeting with the media today as the Packers uh, had a lighter practice. There you go. That was uh, the head coach, Matt LaFleur, and uh, giving kind of an update as to where his team's at, more of a mental uh, approach at this point just for the fact that his team's a little bit beat up. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin. Look, it, it, with the quarantine and everything going on and then obviously COVID and then uh, being out and then not out and then in masks and you can't work out, you can't work out, all that kind of stuff. Look, it's been an up-and-down year. We all know that. And maybe you put on a little bit of weight, you want to take it off because you know the holidays are coming, right? You want to jumpstart the all-in-one weight loss program, they have got a way to do it. And it works, and I'm proof of that. I'm from 292 down to 237. So, look, it, it, all you got to do is call 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. Give them a buzz. Tell them we said hi, and if you're looking for more energy, better mental clarity, better mood, better stamina, it could be low T. You can go get tested for that. Or if things that uh, during the quarantine have not been good in the in the bedroom, then they can help you out with that as well. 
but you can't do anything if you don't call. One phone number for the entire state and beyond the borders, 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. There you have it. David Pakhtiari not practicing today. Tyler Lancaster out with a shoulder. Robert Tanyan, don't know what the problem is there, but he was not there. Uh, Tyler Irvin's got the wrist, and uh, Darnell Savage has the uh, has the thigh, so none of them are practicing today. Uh, let's do this. Stay tuned, because when we come back, one of the best writers and analysts or coverers of football, John McClain, Texans writer for the Houston Chronicle, been around a long time, really good guy. Going to hear his comments about the Texans. That's coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back to the program. Hey, I want to remind you, one of our good sponsors, uh, which is uh, our friends at... uh, at Lincoln Contractor Supply, they have a big sale going on this week. And going to stop out, as a matter of fact, I need a chop saw. I'm starting to get into, like, the, the the I don't want to say farmhouse stuff, but more like the, the wooden craftsman stuff. I need to build a long table, almost like bar top height. And I've been looking and looking and looking, and they're four, five, six hundred bucks online. I could buy the lumber and put it all together. But I need to buy a chop saw. So I think I'm going to go over and see Lincoln Contractor Supplier, good friends over there. They got a big sale going on this week in West Allis at uh, 11111. So that's 11111 West uh, Hayes Avenue over there in uh, West Allis. That's their West Allis location. Big sale going on. So uh, if you're a contractor or supplier, man, and you want to look for some good equipment, Head on over, but uh, but I'm going to do that. I've really gotten into kind of creating my own at home during this whole, which many people have. Home renovations are like going through the roof right now. Um, hey, by the way, um, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip. They have the heat and eats, the great meals right now, just like mom made. They make them up fresh. They ship them out that day. They end up in the, uh, the, the coolers, and you take them home that day and pop them in the microwave, and you're good to go. It's fantastic. And I had a friend of mine earlier today take a picture and send it to me and everything. Really good stuff from our friends over there at Quick Trip. Quick Trip, they got you covered. That's what's for dinner. So John McClain, longtime writer for the Houston Chronicle, covers the Texans, and uh, chatted with him. Just about the state of this Texans team right now. Their defense is awful. I watched all these people around the country be critical of Romeo Cornell for going for two to beat the Titans instead of taking a chance on his defense, which is god-awful, stopping the Titans from scoring a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Anybody that has watched this defense knows that Cornell made the right choice. People talk about the percentages, and I tell them percentages haven't watched this team. Percentages haven't seen how bad this, this defense is, and they proved it right after that. They had 76-yard touchdown drive to tie, 82-yard touchdown drive to win in overtime. So I think why would anybody in their right mind think that if they had gone ahead and kicked the extra point, they could have kept the Titans from scoring a touchdown and two-point conversion. Give me Deshaun Watson to win on the two-yard line when he's playing great against a defense that's not very good any day of the week than relying on this defense to do squat. And uh, the defense is historically bad when it comes to stopping the run, giving up 177.6 yards a game. They've already given up 400. 
four 100-yard runners in the first six games. They gave up three the last two years. So they can't stop a nosebleed, can't stop a clock. We've used all the cliches, but I look for the Packers to bounce back in a big way. So, obviously, we pay attention to the defense down there, being a J.J. Watt fans. Talk about J.J. and how he's kind of toiling away right now on a defense that's got to be extremely frustrating for him. J.J. is coming off his best game of the season. He had a strip sack. He had a bunch of tackles, two behind the line of scrimmage. You know he's going to want to play great against the Packers. It's his team growing up. and He's always telling the stories about going to Lambeau and trying to get him to ride his bike and all these things about the first time Brett Favre actually he thought looked at him when he was a kid. Brett was probably looking at 50 kids at the time. They all thought he was looking at them. So this will be special for him, not only because he's been humiliated playing on a defense as bad, but also because he wants to win so bad. He may be the most competitive player I've covered in 44 years. And, of course, he's going against his favorite team growing up so it's especially big for jj watt uh this team you talk about deshaun watson they trade away deandre hopkins did how how far back did did bill o'brien set this team and some of the moves that he has made well the problem is not the wide receivers their their passing game is working really well they got a first time play caller tim kelly offensive coordinator O'Brien took it back a game. They lost to Minnesota. He got fired at that point. They'd lost. They'd won. They were one and six in their last seven games. They had trailed in double digits by every, in every game. We're always having to play from behind. They're a terrible team when it comes to starting in the first quarter. And so he traded Hopkins, but he brought in Brandon Cooks is playing well. He brought in Randall Cobb is playing well. He brought in David Johnson in that trade. And Johnson is what he is. I mean, he's good for about 50 to 70 yards a game. And uh, he's a good receiver who hasn't really been incorporated into the passing game because they have so many options. Watson leads the NFL in, in average yards per attempt. They're throwing, throwing down the field much more than they have in the past. And one of the reasons is because of the speed. they got Cooks, Will Fuller, and uh, uh, Kenny Stills all ran in the four threes at their combines coming out of college. Randall Cobb, as you know very well, Randall ran a four four six, but his game right now is all about brains and hands and footwork, and he made a tremendous touchdown catch against the uh, Titans on a broken route. And so he, he, they're coming off their best game. Watson has 300-yard games in, in a row. That ties his career high set in 2018, and – if he does it against the Packers, that'll be a career high. Another thing about Watson, this team last year scored 30 points twice, back-to-back games over Atlanta at Kansas City. And then they went 16 games without the offense scoring 30 points because they had 31 in the playoff loss at Kansas City because special teams have touchdown. But then in the last two games, they've hit 30 again. So they're playing a lot better on offense. They can't run the ball very well. Their run defense is the worst I've ever seen in my 44 years of covering the NFL. And, and the pass defense is not very good either. The, uh, the, you mentioned the play calling. And I first of all, let me say this. I agree with you on the Romeo Cornell going for it. I mean, Romeo Cornell, he's, not, this is not, he's an interim coach until they hire another coach, correct? Yeah, he's not gonna. He's not a candidate to get the job. 
So he's trying to get this team wins. Nothing more. I mean, he's not he's not fighting for a job at this point. He's just merely trying to get this team wins and put their confidence back in place and trying to get them to stack a little bit of success. I mean, I don't have a problem with that, right? A lot of people did. It's amazing. Uh, knee-jerk reactions by a lot of people. And then when I explain it, do you go with the win with Watson from the two-yard line or do you put it on your defensive shoulders? And anybody says – uh, as they would put it on the defense in that situation, is, is clueless about the Texans this season. But I saw that all over the country. People are just blasting him, and and uh, players like to go up, be aggressive. He's gone for it, fourth down three times. He succeeded every time, including touchdown on uh, uh, to uh, Cooks caught the touchdown on fourth down, and and uh, so why not? What do they have to lose? In that situation, I've been saying every every week, win or lose on Watson's arm, don't give the ball to David Johnson at the one-yard line to be stuffed. Don't give the ball to David Johnson in the red zone. Put it in Watson's hands, and if it doesn't work, at least you know it didn't work with your best player, not the running one of the running backs, and certainly don't want to put it on the defense. I know the defense has played extremely bad. You haven't played exactly the easiest competition either. The Chiefs, the Ravens, the Steelers, you know, Titans. I mean, you're talking about some juggernauts. You know, do you think that, you know, when you get to the Jaguars, maybe the Browns, a lackluster Patriots team, the Lions, the Colts, you know, that that suddenly things begin to look up a little bit, the Bengals? Plus, they play the last game here is against Tennessee on January 3rd. And I wrote yesterday, Mike Prable, have mercy on their defense, rest Derrick Henry to keep him from having a third consecutive 200-yard game against the Texans. And maybe they'll have their playoff seed secured. But, yeah, the schedule does get easier. But uh, they're going to have to win shootouts like the game at Tennessee where you have to score a lot of points. That wasn't their M.O. last year. It has to be this year. If they could run the ball better, you know, you control the ball, control the clock, keep Aaron Rodgers on the sideline with Matt LaFleur. But as it is now, they can't run the ball. And so the other teams are getting a lot of possessions. Going into the game Sunday at Tennessee, the Texans were last in average time of possession, 25 minutes a game. So their opponents had 10 more minutes a game to beat them, and they did. And the only guy I picked them to start 0 and 3, and then I thought they'd beat Minnesota and Jacksonville and be 2 and 3 going into the Tennessee and Green Bay games. And then their bye week. And the bad one was the Vikings. Vikings came in here, they were awful. Kirk Cousins had been awful. And Dalvin Cook killed them. Cousins killed them. And they lost by eight. And that's why it got Bill O'Brien fired because they were going in the wrong direction. But they've slowly turned around the passing game as Watson's become more familiar with those new players and a new play caller. But their defense, it's, I'll tell you a great stat. Two years ago, they're 82 yards a game rushing. First nine games last year, 84 yards a game rushing. Since then, 169 yards a game rushing. All of a sudden, how do you go? How do you do that? I'm sorry, the last nine last year was 163. In one season, first nine, 84, second nine, counting two playoff games, 163. How does that happen? And you'll see when they play Sunday, their defense looks poorly prepared, poorly coached. They look, players are out of position. They're grabbing jerseys. They're making mental errors. They look at each other like, I thought that was your man, and that doesn't bode well 
for the coaching. Now, Romeo Cornell's the interim coach. He's one of the all-time best defensive coordinators. They have a first-time defensive coordinator in Anthony Weaver, their defensive line coach. But Cornell, if I, players look like they're thinking too much. You go to the KISS method and uh, because it just says, see ball, get ball, and don't make them think too much. There you go. That is the uh... – the, the incredible writer, John McLean, uh, writes for the te- Houston Chronicle and covers the Texans down there in Houston. He joined us a little bit earlier today on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 85-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. He's mad. He has a right to be mad. But should he be mad? Because he knew it was coming, right? We'll talk about it next on the Bill Michael Show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers suffered a number of injuries Sunday and that loss to the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. Defensive lineman Tyler Lancaster suffered a shoulder injury. Backup defensive back Perry Nickerson injured his hamstring on special teams early in the game and was placed on IR yesterday and left tackle David Bakhtiari exited the game with a chest injury. I can just tell you that it's definitely not uh, season ending. I'm just going to take it one step at a time and I'll be back out there. Hey, I'll, 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 leave, I'll leave it at that. Up next, the Packers have another road trip against the Houston Texans. Sunday at noon at NRG Stadium, the Texans feature quarterback Deshaun Watson and defensive end J.J. Watt, but so far they're only 1-5. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. We have to be locked in. We got to make sure that as coaches, we're asking our players to do things that they're capable of doing. And, you know, you got to take it one day at a time. We're going to have another tough opponent. I promise you, I know that they're coming off a, a tough loss versus the Tennessee Titans, who I know pretty well, and I got a lot of respect for that football team. And it was a game that certainly Houston could have won. That's Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. We are glad to have you. A couple minutes before we get out of here, but uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, not happy. Not happy that he is getting benched. He said, uh, I felt like it was my team and that uh, that's why my heart was so heavy yesterday. My heart just hurt all day. It was heartbreaking for me to be benched because they're putting in Tua. He said, I have to separate my feelings and be professional. I want Tua to play well. Uh, I've been a starter. I've been benched all kinds of different ways. But this was kind of the first place other than Buffalo that I've been fully committed and invested. I felt it was my team. I basically got fired yesterday, and today my day consisted of Zoom meetings with the guy that fired me and sitting in a room with the guy who's going to replace me for four hours. That's uh, that's that's tough. And and look, Fitzpatrick is not having a bad season. It's not like he's playing horrifically. It's one thing if you get benched and they say, okay, it's time for the young kid to take over. Uh, it's another thing though if you're playing okay, 
you're not you're not playing bad football. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, by the way, when you talk about passing yards, he's already thrown for fifteen hundred and thirty five yards. Ten touchdowns, seven picks. And, you know, his completion percentage is is, you know, not not bad. So he's still uh, – he's just outside of – well, no, he's a little bit lower than that. He's – am I reading this wrong? Am I reading this wrong? Uh, he's not having a bad season. But completion percentage-wise, not great. He is uh, – well, then again, the completion percentage is – he's right in there with everybody else, with some of the better ones, with Cam Newton, Deshaun Watson, Justin Herbert, um, Josh Allen. So, not a bad day at the office. But 10 touchdowns, 7 picks. He's sitting about 12th in the league and and when it comes to uh when it comes to uh passing yards and uh passer rating on the season. Uh where does he rank? You see you got to get rid of all the guys there that okay. Uh, you got to get rid of all the guys that uh, have thrown one or two passes. He's only like 12th in the league. He's got a 95 quarterback rating. Aaron Rodgers, a 109.7, so give you a, a little bit of a comparison. Dak Prescott's 99.6. Lamar Jackson's 99.2. So he's not throwing bad footballs. But, uh, yeah, today or yesterday, that was it. They made the decision they're going to go with Tua, their first-round draft choice. And you know it was coming. But you feel for the guy because you figured they'd at least let uh, Tua sit for a year, right? Nah, baby, nah. But Fitzpatrick says he has a heavy heart today. So, all right, we're going to get out of the negativity tomorrow. We're going to talk about the Packers season. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette going to be here. Going to talk some Big Ten football. Jerry DiNardo of the Big Ten Network. And don't forget, tomorrow's a fantasy football Thursday. Kate Majuke is going to be here as well. So we got a big one on tap again tomorrow. But until then, it's time for us to get out of here. Have a good one. See In Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.